What's up, people? Another episode of Just for Sports. I'm okay, Davis here with you. We're going to talk about Major League Baseball. My heart, my heart, I'm struggling with the Orioles being just destroyed in Major League Baseball playoffs. Destroyed. We're going to get into the NBA. That's right. The preseason is here. It's almost time. It is almost time for the regular season. I got some thoughts on some things that are going on in the National Basketball Association. In the NFL, we'll get to Mr. Pfizer, Mr. Johnson & Johnson, and my predictions for another week in the National Football League. But we're going to start with baseball. I'm surprised the way things have gone so far. It really has um, been quite a season. As an Orioles and a Nationals fan, I'm actually proud of both teams. Um, I thought the Orioles overachieved in making the playoffs, but even more crazier in my mind is having the best record in the American League. And I thought the Nats would not win nearly 71 games. So I think they both overachieved this year. But despite being swept, I am really proud of the Orioles. I thought that they had a really good season. And the thing is, in my mind, in my mind, I know that Texas kind of came out of nowhere too. But they got experience World Series experience on their roster. Corey Seager won a World Series and was the MVP for the Dodgers. Bruce Bochy, a World Series manager. Trevor Simeon went to the playoffs. Like Mad Max. Max Scherzer, who was traded for midseason, I get that. But the bottom line is, he has a World Series ring. He is a Hall of Famer. So I'm proud of what the Orioles were able to do. I'm really proud of them. And I also know that in many ways it's you know, as these young players on the Orioles and Nationals, but we're talking about the Orioles right here. When they come up for contracts, that's going to be the tough part for the Orioles. I still contend that the Orioles are ahead of schedule. It's another reason why I'm proud of them. Nobody, none of you expected them to be where they are. Not many people who are, you know, baseball diehards could, couldn't even name a player on the Baltimore Orioles. They were ahead of schedule. And there's nothing wrong with being ahead of schedule. Nothing wrong with it. What I will say that I'm really liking about the playoffs outside of the fact that the top three teams look like they might be on their way out. The Dodgers, who had the best record in Major League Baseball and the best record in the National League, then the Orioles, 
And the, excuse me, the Braves had the best record in the National League. Did I say Dodgers? Maybe I did. Then the Orioles and the Dodgers. They all could be on their way out. They could all be on their way out. And that's unfortunate for Major League Baseball. But I will say I like the playoff format. Rob Manfred is getting some heat because the top teams are already, two of the top teams are already on their way out. I like the best of three, best of five, best of seven, and then best of seven in the World Series too. I kind of wouldn't mind if the NBA did that and the NHL. I mean, heck, I feel like fans would like a best of three in the NFL. The biggest issue for me, and it's not an excuse, it's a fact. The Orioles were rusty. They were sitting too long. The Orioles being swept by the Texas Rangers. Then the Dodgers being swept by the Diamondbacks. That's that's tough. I think the Orioles were sitting too long. They were playing inter-squad. Was it intra-squad games? Just to stay fresh. That's not good. That's not good. The Diamondbacks were playing with a chip on their shoulder as everyone was like, oh, they need to reseed because the Braves fans didn't want the Heat. They didn't want the Phillies, and I see why. But the Diamondbacks, I think, might have been just as tough for the Braves. They're a hot team coming off their wild card games and beating the Dodgers. Maybe if they did a best of seven, the Orioles could have salvaged something. Maybe. But not when you lose three in a row. I mean, if they were doing a best of seven. If they still were doing a best of seven and lost three in a row, that just wasn't going to happen. The other series, Minnesota Astros. Now I will say, I was going to try to dig through the old pods, but I didn't. I believe I picked Minnesota as a sleeper. I'm almost certain of it. I am almost certain of it. And here they are with an opportunity to possibly advance the Astros ended up winning the series but it was still a really good outing for the Twins and now in my mind or at least in the American League we get the matchup that really everybody outside of the fan in me that wanted to see the Orioles advance to at least to the ALCS 
everything's bigger in Texas. And this is going to be a big ALCS with the Houston Astros and the Texas Rangers. Mad Max versus Justin Verlander. This is going to be exciting. On the other side, it's kind of like, meh. And I feel bad about that. No, I, come on. Paul Goldschmidt plays for the Diamondbacks. And I feel like I'm saying that like, wait a minute, didn't he go to St. Louis? I may not know an Arizona Diamondback off the top of my head. And so, yeah, ratings uh, probably are not going to be that great. At least in the NLCS and possibly in the ALCS because it's just two Texas teams. So you're not getting, you know, a East Coast or or not really a West Coast, but you're not getting another team, you know, that maybe has a little big, a, a bigger following, if you will. But this is where we are. This is where we are. And if the Phillies beat the Braves, oh boy. You know, I'm sorry, I, I, I gotta say it. I just don't want Bryce Harper to get a World Series. And mostly it's just because I wish that he would have stayed with the Nats. And he didn't do it. And if he can live with like, man, imagine if I could have won with the Nats. Woo. But he didn't. So I just, I'm not root. I can't, I can't root for him. I'm not going to root for the Astros because I still know what they did. So maybe I root for Mad Max. Now that he's on the Rangers, I guess. I mean, it's certainly not anything that I'm like, yay. I mean, I'm just not excited for any of these teams. As I mentioned, I couldn't tell you a player on Arizona. I have to go look it up. And I can go look it up, but I'm not going to do that right now. It is what it is. I'm happy for the Orioles. Thank you for making this a great season. And we'll see what happens next year. All right, we'll move into the NBA. First thing I want to talk about before we talk about the fact that the preseason is here, there's a report out, I saw it on Yahoo Sports first, that Reebok is naming Shaquille O'Neal president of basketball and Allen Iverson as VP as they try to reestablish their, uh, get another foothold, at least in the basketball. Shaquille O'Neal was Reebok's first signature shoe. And then, obviously, Allen Iverson was also a Reebok athlete. I remember having a pair of the AIs. I don't know what it will do for them, but okay. I could see both of them trying to recruit players to wear Reebok. I mean, we got players wearing Ling's. I think Ling is a company that makes basketball shoes. They both got big connections. Why not? Nothing wrong with that. Good for them. 
good for them. It's also good that the NBA is back. I got to get ready for fantasy basketball, and I don't know how and when I'm going to be ready, but I guess I am. I guess. Dylan Brooks is already in regular season form, getting ejected from a game. John Moran, I I kind of forgot about the 25-game suspension, so that's interesting. I am hoping that with the new policy around load management that more players will will play. You think about that one fan, that one and mostly the younger fans that never gets a chance to see their, you know, a superstar play. And maybe it's not on their teams. It's okay to maybe go on to see the visiting team. And that's, that's, that's okay. But I'm excited for this upcoming season. I love the Damian Lillard to the Bucks. I actually think that if you look at the at the way the league is set up, I'm not going to say it's even, but I can name a bunch of teams that I could see competing for an NBA championship. Boston Celtics, the Cavs, the Bucks, the Nuggets, maybe the Timberwolves come up. The Pelicans, if they can stay healthy, that's a sleeper right there. The Clippers, the Warriors, the Su- that the Pacific Division is stacked. That's the best division right now in the NBA. You got the Warriors, Clippers, Lakers, Suns, Kings. Remember the Kings last year? They could do some things. But if you want to talk about, oh, this, you know, their favorites, you know, it, it's it's slanted. All the superstars are on one team. Yeah, but Miami was in the NBA Finals against the Denver Nuggets. And I would say the Denver Nuggets have one superstar in Nikola Jokic. Miami Heat has one superstar in Jimmy Butler. So it's not that stacked. And I'm excited to see how the season is going to play out. Can Boston get to the NBA Finals again? Where will the Cavs be with a young upstart team and Donovan Mitchell? I'm good with Damian Lillard to the Bucks. I know it means, oh, but, you know, they've got two superstars and even Chris Middleton, who I consider a third, although he was hurt last year. There's still no guarantees. And we'll see what happens. 
There are no guarantees. But this is going to be this is going to be a good season in my mind. I actually was looking up for tickets so I can go see the Bucks. I want to see the Bucks play. Maybe. Maybe. What I don't want to see happening, and I know that the NBA is pushing for 82-game mindset to players, as the report says. Said low management. Whether the 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 so the thing is, I was talking to somebody and, they, and we were talking about who started load management, and I said, "Oh, well, it's Kawhi is the face of it." He said, "Well, technically, it was Greg Popovich when he was trying to rest the starters in San Antonio, and he probably was." But the fact that it's carried over to the Clippers, and guess who's on the Clippers? Kawhi Leonard. He even did the same a little bit at Toronto, but they still won the NBA title. So I'm sure they don't even think about it. But Paul George and and Kawhi Leonard missing as many games as they did. I do hope that these players realize, remember when you were a kid and you wanted to see the players play? Whatever NBA stars you were thinking of when you were 8 or 14. Like, remember that when you're like, nah, I'm not going to play tonight. Maybe that one fan, it's the only time that his... Parents could afford tickets to a game. I mean, I was just looking at tickets for a game, and I was like, man, where I was thinking of sitting, they want like 400 bucks a ticket. It's no joke. And somebody's going to pay that. Somebody is going to pay that. Joe Dumars is trying to get the players to Focus more and more on the 82 game season as he is the executive vice president, head of basketball operations. Here's my problem I'm good with it being what it is, the guaranteed contracts. But if you didn't have guaranteed contracts, I bet you players would be playing harder. That's that's really the crux of it. I like guaranteed contracts. I wish the NFL had guaranteed contracts. But if you have guaranteed contracts, you can guarantee a player is going to be like, yeah, I don't know if I can go. And they're okay with that. And what the NBA has to decide is, is the NBA okay with that? I know you can't reverse course in the CBA, but just saying, I want the players to have an 82-game mindset, and that's not going to do anything. Nothing. Nothing whatsoever. They might as well get that out of their minds. They might as well get that out of their minds. All right. As we look to the NFL... I mean, come on. I could have given you this game. Chiefs-Denver. But we knew Chiefs were going to win. And they were going to win handily. That's not even a game. That's not even a game. 
when I look at the National Football League and the schedule, I want to see some good games. I want to see some spiciness too. And the spiciness came in two games. And they were both involving tight ends. George Kittle wearing a bleep Dallas t-shirt. So when he scored a touchdown, pulled it up, he's going to get a fine. But he's like, he probably loves that. He's like, ah, whatever. I make enough money. I don't, I don't, I'm not even concerned with that. And then Travis Kelsey, Mr. Pfizer. I love that Aaron Rodgers called him Mr. Pfizer. Because the beauty of whoever was the first one to remind or put on social media for Aaron Rodgers, which probably eats him up, that he did not know that Woody Johnson, the owner of the New York Jets, is the heir to Johnson & Johnson, who made what? One of the vaccines, the COVID vaccines. That's what Aaron Rodgers get. I bet he is mad at his team that he didn't know that before he signed. He couldn't have. Because you know what I would say if he did? Then for all of that anti-vax stuff, he's a hypocrite. He's just using you. He's just trying to put himself on a different platform to kind of say, yeah, I got my followers. Because if he really didn't believe in the vaccine, I don't think he would have signed with the New York Jets. He said, I can't do that. Because that's that's against what I believe in, which is that we should not have a vaccine. That people shouldn't, I don't know, whatever the heck he's been taking. But I know that eats at him that now, at least I am, and I'm hoping others will remember to start calling him Mr. Johnson and Johnson. Oh, I know that's going to get him. I know that's going to get him. As it should. As it should as I should, give you my picks for this upcoming week. We got a couple, we got, is week six, we got some bye weeks for Green Bay and Pittsburgh. But I'm going to go down the list and here are my picks. Baltimore at Tennessee. I don't know what to think of Baltimore. I know it was a rivalry game last week, so I imagine the game is going to be closer But then I hear some people saying, oh, yeah, Lamar Jackson played great, but the wide receivers were dropping the ball. But the bottom line is Lamar Jackson fumbled the ball at the end of the game and helped give the Steelers the win. I'm taking the Titans at home. Washington at Atlanta. Uh, Washington's not very good. Riverboat Ron, he's got to go. What? what, Shoot, there was something I called him. Barge, Barge Ron? Something. Because it's just time. It's just time. I'm taking Atlanta at home. Minnesota, Chicago. This is a stinker of a game. Two, one, and four teams. Man, Minnesota has a better quarterback, but Chicago's at home. Boy. Now I'm going to take Minnesota in that game. Seattle at the Bengals. I don't know really if Joe Burrow is going to be healthy. It seems like he's coming back, if you will. So is Jamar Chase, I guess. I'm going to take Cincinnati. San Francisco at the Browns. No shot for the Browns. San Francisco undefeated. They will win this game. Carolina at the Dolphins. I'm taking the Dolphins. Indianapolis Colts at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, Jacksonville, they look good beating Buffalo. 
but that game was in London. I'm sure there was a hangover for Buffalo. I'll still take Jacksonville at home. New Orleans, Houston. I'm taking Houston at home. New England, they are. They look sad. I'm taking the Raiders at home. Rams hosting the Cardinals. I'm taking the Rams. Tampa Bay at home hosting the Lions. I like what the Lions are doing, but I'm going to take Tampa Bay at home. Jets hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. No chance for Mr. Johnson Johnson on the sideline. I'm sure he took a shot for his ankle and whatever other shots he may take to try to get back to playing again, but I'll take the undefeated Eagles. Buffalo back at home against the New York Giants. It's a New York state of mind, all New York game. I'm taking Buffalo Bills to win that game. Chargers, Dallas. Dallas didn't look good last weekend. A lot of people are going up, falling off the bandwagon. Chargers have arguably the worst head coach in the NFL. Still don't know how Brandon Staley has still is still the head coach. But I'll take the Chargers at home to beat the Dallas Cowboys. And those are my picks. Those are my picks. Last story. Crazy. I got to read up a little bit more about this. That the IOC is suspending Russia. Because the Russian Olympic Committee, excuse me, they're suspending the Russian Olympic Committee because they tried to claim Ukrainian athletes for Russia. What are you doing? What are you doing? That'll do it for Just for Sport. I know what I'm doing. Ciao for now.